My Turn podcast, a gaming podcast hosted by extra competitive siblings. My name's Jem, I am the eldest sibling, and I'm joined by my littlest sibling, Erin. Hello. And we have an extra special guest on the pod today. Please welcome John. Hello. Oh, extra special. It makes me sound like a meal deal. Thank you. <laughs> Two for one. I yeah. don't know. <laughs> Uh, so, John, thank you so much for joining us on My Turn podcast today. Um, we gave we gave you a little mention in the last episode uh, because I met you on a game show. Why don't you tell us what that's called? Oh, so, uh, yeah, I'm part of the Wretched Hive Comedy, uh, which is um, an improv sort of group that spans from America to UK. Just just those two spaces, and uh, the UK <laughs> version. It's uh, an does, uh, yeah. I mean, there's a, there's a line. I mean, there's also, I think, Denver and California and UK. So we can make a triangle um, across the world. Which nice is geometry in there. Yep. And the UK <laughs> version does a show called Are You Smarter Than a Nerf Herder? Which is a Star Wars, although now general sci-fi trivia, because we realised there's only so much data you could mine for Star Wars before you repeat yourself. So we started to <laughs> expand it out. Uh, and I do that with Improv Troop. And it's a wonderful time. We have a show every two weeks. We're going to every week soon. So by the time this has gone out, it might be every day. Who knows? Help me do a show. <laughs> Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Yeah, yeah, that would be good. That'd be good. <laughs> Why not? But yeah, I um very kind of you all was invited to take part on the show uh, a few weeks back, and discovered in a bit of post-show chat that John is the owner of over two hundred. Over two hundred board games is probably about right. Um. I've, least, I've I have owned, according to Board Game Geek, I've owned over five hundred in my life, and I've through selling and things, I've only got space for two hundred. <laughs> oh, wow. literally... that's, that's pretty impressive. I mean, we've got like a, a wardrobe full of board games, and we feel like that's a lot. But you know, I was just um, looking through some pictures of uh, your stash, and I, I feel quite <laughs> embarrassed. <laughs> I, this I is mean, amazing. I... Yeah, I literally built an extension onto my house to house the board games because there was. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to ask that as well. <laughs> and that's why you are here as a very special guest. <laughs> yeah, I um, I counted mine tonight, and I've only got thirty-one, and I feel oh so God. inadequate. That's that's quite a lot. That's quite a lot. That's. That's more than a casual gamer, certainly. So you are. Yeah, you know. I didn't count the expansions either. I only counted them if it made the game different. I didn't count the like, add a few players expansions. Oh yeah, no, that seems fair. That makes sense. But Gem, so you've got all these board games, but I have a feeling you haven't gone through them all. Whereas I feel like yeah. John, have you managed to play all? What was it, five hundred games? No, well, I mean, no, because because of um those who may be listening in the future, there was a pandemic uh, in the year 2021. Which has prevented me from playing a lot of my board games that came through Kickstarter. I'm assuming you know what kick, you've experienced Yeah, we've Kickstarter. got a few of mm -hmm. Kickstarter. Yeah. Um, so they've turned up and I can't play them, um, at least not by myself. So I've just sort of basically gone through them, caressed them as if I was um, Demi Moore in Ghost. <laughs> <laughs> and then put them back in the box. <laughs> I've just got a vision of you with like a fresh pack <laughs> with a board game in it going round and round on a potter's wheel. <laughs> I mean, I would so do that if I had a potter's wheel. <laughs> just like... That's amazing. All right, so we have got a lot to talk about. So the last few weeks, Erin and I have been lamenting uh playing board games together. Mm. Erin lives in a household where he's able to play board games with other people. I pretty much haven't played any board games for maybe a year. Like, I think I played two yeah. card-based games with my uh, fiance, who's not as into it <laughs> as I am. Um, but yeah, so I just, just thought, let's go in on board games today. Let's talk about why yeah. we love them, what ones we love. Um, but to start everything off, at the beginning of every review, we always ask of the game a particular question. So, Erin, do you want to go in with that question? <laughs> so, obviously, we're, we're not talking about a game today. We're talking to you, John. So, the first question would be, John, 
Who are you in a nutshell? All <laughs> oh, right. Well, uh, so I'm John Newen. Uh, for those uh, who can't see me, um, I am uh, Vietnamese British. I was born in uh, Shoreham by Sea. Um, I'm a Pisces, and I was once uh, the University of East Anglia's president of the Gaming Society. Um, uh, and I'm also an improviser, and I improvise and teach uh, across the globe now. Uh, most of my teaching is done through the nursery, which is a theatre um, improv company in London. And that is me in a, I guess, a large walnut shell. That seems fair. <laughs> <laughs> Em and I are just che- cheering in the background as you were giving that answer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fellow Pisces as well, so I was cheering that, but yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'm, glad that, I'm glad we have something to bond over already. Before we <laughs> I, I feel like after that description, we're probably related because <laughs> everything that you love, we basically love. Um, although, Erin, we still need to get you into the Im- improv cult because you haven't done that yet. Uh, I don't feel like I'd be very good. Yeah, you'll be ama- be good... you'd actually be amazing. Yeah. Do you reckon? Yeah. yeah. Okay, maybe one day, if I have enough whiskey, I'll give it a go. I mean, I'm like the most mediocre improviser you've ever met, and I teach it, so you could do it. So like... <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, apologies to any students out there. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell. No, John is a very, very good and competent improviser. But even more importantly, he's a fantastic teacher. Thank you very much. I love how you laugh through that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that would be a lot more if I've taught you anything. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm just making it up based Thanks. off of meeting you on an online game show once. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, first impressions are very important. which is a lovely segue actually because our second question for you john is um do you recall the first time that you were introduced to board games and who might have introduced them to you and do you even remember the first game you might have played oh well there this is my um it's much like pokemon my board gaming life i evolved over time <laughs> so my my first board game experience i remember playing um was probably snakes and ladders with my grandmother like i remember doing oh. that and that's uh what i've come to know after watching many board game podcasts on youtube things like is a roll and move game that's what they call it you roll the mm-hmm. dice you move the most basic of all board games and then in my teenage years i got really into trivia games with my uncle i played a lot of trivial pursuit and i, and I was that kid who cheated and read every card and memorized every question. Uh, <laughs> like our other brother. <laughs> yes, Pretty much. exactly. I was that kid. And then I went to university. Um, I, I, I had a choice at university. I could either go down the route of be staying the drama kid or being mm-hmm. like a brand new board game sort of like person. And I failed the drama audition because my I'd say, well, sod it, I'll become a board game person. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> And I think the game that really struck me back then, um, it might be the first one, but the one that really sticks in my mind, I, just, I don't play it anymore, is a game called Arkham Horror. And it's oh. a massive board game where you're playing investigators um, trying to close the, the rifts in space. And it was so complicated. It was like you had to move, you had to roll dice, you had to like defeat monsters, you had to like collect items. It was like having a mini adventure just by walking around a board. And I used to play hmm. play characters as well, and it was awesome. I used to play an old man called Harvey, who used to go around. He was like he was good at spells, but you punched him once, he fell over, and that was basically it. It was like board games can be so much more than just like rolling a dice, and going up or down a ladder. Yeah. Effect up up a ladder. That's how it's well, John. Don't don't cheat. Up a ladder. <laughs> and, um, and I remember like they had lots of expansions. I still own that game. I haven't played it for years wow. because it's too bloated now as a game for me to play. But I keep it out of nostalgia, mm. despite the fact it's got two different editions now. But the first edition is the one I played and I bonded over some of my best friends with that game. So it took two or three hours to play and we'd sit there eating takeaway, playing the game. And it was just, it was just a lot of fun. Um, and it really got me into uh, like purchasing board games. Yeah, <laughs> I, I found a similar thing that uni really consolidated an, an existing love for games. Um, yeah. Your yeah. one was Risk, wasn't it, Jem? 
You, you said yeah. you spent a lot of time playing that. I did play Risk at Uni, but yeah. I actually similarly went down the trivia road first. Okay. But just um, anything that we played when we were kids seemed to be like a big nostalgia thing. So we played a lot of Monopoly and Cluedo yeah. <laughs> at uni. Yeah. Um, and, and then just things like, because we've always had Balderdash. It's one of my favourite games. Mm-hmm. I do love Baldur. And I had that at uni with me. And because yeah. it's one of my favourite games, I obviously insisted that it got played by everyone else. And because I did go down the drama road, everyone was really good at Baldur Dash because it's just a bluffing game. Mm-hmm. So a lot of my friends were quite keen on playing it. But yeah, trivia, Baldur Dash, Risk, Monopoly, Cluedo. Guess who? Uh, I I used to play this game with my friend uh, Joni years ago he's also a nursery teacher and it's imaginary guess who so you basically have an imaginary board and you go does he look like he has an existential crisis yes okay Uh, Bernard basically do I think he's holding a duck below his picture yeah he probably is like it's that sort of like it makes no sense there is no winner that's amazing <laughs> but I highly endorse playing Imagine You Guess Who it's incredibly cheap so <laughs> I've never done that but I've done have you ever made a DIY Guess Who where you make it out of people that you know no because I'm too afraid to like insult people <laughs> like oh has he got a receding hairline that's like the sort of thing that, <laughs> sort of people that I know now <laughs> It's a good game if you want to be brutal, but it makes a really good gift for friends. Yeah, Definitely I've seen people that. do it with social media profiles and get them printed up and stuff. But yeah, I, I'm a bit with John on this. I feel like certain things people would pick up on about you and you'd be like, oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe like questions like, does he, like, does he look like he's got a sense of crushing despair? Going, I don't know. Like, does he look sad in this picture? I can't. Like, you wouldn't want to answer those questions, would you? Whereas in regular, I don't herself. think they're normal yeah. guess who questions, though, are they? I mean, yeah, I guess. I mean, if you could find it's five... normally, is he wearing a hat? Yeah. <laughs> um, it's not like you to be the nice one. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to get more points for my team, you know. I got quite a few votes, didn't I, on the Instagram? So, yeah, yes. I know. Team me. Damn it. I made a challenge between Erin and I of who was the best because someone gave us a review saying Gem's my favourite and it backfired. <laughs> <laughs> Yay, I'm popular. <laughs> yeah, but if they met you in real life, I'd be the favourite. Don't worry. <gasps> <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, what game... Do you remember, Erin, what game you first kind of hooked onto? Um, so I think for me, it was actually Mousetrap that really... Oh, God, uh, Mousetrap. I was, I was just thinking this when you were saying about Snakes and Ladders. I remember Mousetrap used to fascinate yeah. me because it, you <laughs> used to set up the board and create mm. the traps. And it was like, um, I can't remember what they call these kind of puzzles where one thing happens, causes another, like a bit of a, a butterfly effect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And all the traps like set off each other and eventually yeah, land yeah, on that. Yeah. And I was really fascinated by that. I mean, obviously, being a kid, you were just like, oh, things are happening. Um, But that was like the first one I really remember. But in terms of like what's really appealed to me in in terms of playing board games, I think I'm a bit different from you because at university, board games isn't really a thing. I think we were at the the stage where people had PlayStations and Xboxes. So it was just like, are you saying we're we're old? Because it's, yes, because I am. That's fine. <laughs> but no, what I mean is like my kind of um, board game background comes more from the family side of it. Yeah. So it's a bit of a different thing. So I'm used to you know us lots screaming at each other, but it makes it really fun. Yeah. And just picking up on uh, your introduction of yourself, John. Is it as you said it? I thought oh, I wonder if there's something in this. But like, where where Turkish Italian heritage? Mm-hmm. Um, mm. So immigrants on both sides. But our Turkish family, and in fact, extended Turkish family, and in fact, even thinking of when we, I used to go to Cyprus when I was a little girl, there is this sort of culture of games and even verbal puzzles. Mm-hmm. 
and like riddles and and it is that very much our Turkish family, isn't it, Erin? That are just obsessed yeah. with games. And I do wonder if there's something cultural in that. Because one of the first games I remember watching other people play when I was really little was um, the men playing backgammon. Mm. I've got like yeah. such a cosy old memory of like older Turkish men playing backgammon, drinking coffee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wonder. Yeah, I wonder if there's something in that because it is really our Turkish side are like obsessed. Mm. Yeah. It's fascinating. Now, um, uh, card games was the thing my parents did a lot. They used to have a lot of um, uh, friends over and play card games. And I learned one yeah. card game, which was called, um, I think it's called Ding Learn. I don't know what it is in English. I don't know what English is for it. And basically, it's a case of, um, I still remember to play it now, because there's, like a, a, there's a card game you can buy called Teach You, which is basically very similar to it. And it's, it takes a deck of cards, and it's like, it's of, and uh, you, you you sets and cards, I think you try to beat each other and and person get rid of all the cards wins. It's a very simple concept, yeah. effectively. Um, but it's a game that I, I remember my parents playing, and my dad taught me how to play it. And I wasn't very good, but then I talked to all my cousins, and we were just sort of constantly playing it, like because we wanted to be like the adults. And they, and we weren't allowed to smoke and drink because you know back then kids, we couldn't. And I, uh, I went to Vietnam maybe three years ago. Last I went, and I played with my sister, who's like because I'm. I was 36. I'm 39 now, so about 36 at the time. Oh, and we're sister- the same age. <laughs> oh. <Aww. laughs> uh, so old. Yeah, we're, we're talking here, Junior. Look, anyway. Yeah, <laughs> shut it. Um, and my, my sister, though, is like 20-something years younger than me because she's like half-sister, so she's like dad's second marriage. And it was like, I remember teaching, we are playing the game with her, and she was really good at it. It was like, so this is the sort of thing that even kids, even in Vietnam, are yeah. taught to play. Right. Uh, because it's a cultural, I think it's a cultural way of bonding without needing to talk. Uh, <laughs> and I say so that all really seriously, but there's so many cultures going like, yeah, drinking is a way of bonding without talking. Right. Games, this sort of thing. So they seem funny, but I think it's kind of true. It like, I mean, there are many mm. cultures in the world who play chess, I reckon, and yeah, that's how they yeah, that, yeah, and yeah. that's how they relate to each other. So gaming is a, I think, is a very pervasive thing in all uh, life if you think about it a little bit. <laughs> yeah mm. i do find it strange when i meet people who don't enjoy games at all oh yeah who are I've, these people i've got some do they what, have souls <laughs> uh, well one of my best friends does she hates gaming her and her husband can't stand it um <laughs> like they play computer Why? games video games are fine they love okay, them. That's, oh, okay. Uh, okay, okay that's yeah. okay i like, thought you, know, you meant yeah. zero games no 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 but yeah but board gaming they just do it and she was also present the game society at one point so i don't know how that happened like she was like two years after me i remember that um but oh, she but they sorry, are also into just knocking things over. Excuse me. <laughs> typical benny coming and uh, uh, uh just the smashing the place up oh that's <laughs> fair enough sorry continue john that's all right and, but they're into uh they're, i mean i'm also they were agreed quite into wwe so I, I once a month i sit and watch a pay-per-view with them but yeah i remember myself how do i not how do i know you <laughs> like, <laughs> like how, how have you hidden this from me for like about good 13 years at the point where i realized that at the point they had no we, we don't we don't play board games and i thought mm. oh i thought myself, do i ever play i went back like i did this whole like almost sort of um like a hitchcock movie in my head going did i ever play a board game with her and no i didn't <laughs> like how did i how did i spend all those years at university with this friend and never play board games with us like suddenly realized <laughs> she just avoided it every time I didn't realise how. We just ended up drinking a lot and watching Buffy. That was basically what we did together. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but did they play drinking games? Uh, I assume so. That is my assumption. I can't remember any of my drinking game <laughs> yeah. exploits. Then it was a good drinking game. <laughs> yeah, I think if you're friends with them, there's got to at least be some level of games, whether it yeah. be video games. Because mm. I, I don't think I've got any friends who are zero game people. But yeah. I know, pe- like, I've worked with people who won't. Like, I've got friends of friends who won't. I just find it so odd. <laughs> I just think it's a really good way of socialising with people, though, yeah. especially, like, um, you know, getting together and actually playing a board game. Because a lot of um, 
a lot of games on consoles now, and I think we spoke about this like a few seasons ago in one of our episodes, like the whole kind of co-op thing mm. isn't really such a big part of gaming now. Couch and co-op, I feel like, you mean? Yeah, 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 exactly. Not not as in online stuff. But now, like, um, to me, like, board games give you that same kind of feeling where you're actually mm. in the room and it's more of a social thing, mm. uh, getting together and playing games. Um and yeah, that's like one of the reasons I think board games are starting to really appeal to me a lot more, um, like in the last few years, especially when we, we got some games together as well, Gem. Yeah. Like, yeah. What was that? I can't remember. Did we get, we got a particular game that kind of kicked off a, a new like board game yeah, revolution was, in our family, didn't it? It was didn't Settlers it? of Catan. Ah, uh, yeah. That, that definitely changed a lot of people's relationships with games in my circle. Mm-hmm. Um, it definitely mm. brought gaming beyond the casual Christmas gaming to we're going to meet up for a whole day just to do this thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but and then... I think, I think, it's, no, I on, think it's a, sorry, I think it's a bit of a similar thing to what you were saying earlier, John, about, um, I can't, forgive me, I've, I've forgotten the name of the game that you really enjoyed. Arkham Horror. That's it. Yeah, I think it's a similar thing for us as well. Like because the way you play these games has a lot more strategy and a lot more thought to it, and things like that, where you can actually play um, particular roles, you know, opens up a lot more uh, scope for like how the game's going to play out, and it makes it a lot more interesting than just something like uh, maybe Trivial Pursuit. Mm. Yeah, I I think this might be a nice point to also introduce my next question for you, John, which is what are your preferred game types oh i i'll play almost any game now it's just such that i have multiple gaming groups and we all have different sort of um and each group has a slightly different sort of feel to them mm. like i've got a, a couple i play with when we play sort of more like longer deep strategy games and cooperative games in between so we don't hate each other like so yeah oh and i've got a, a group who i play sort of the more mystery sort of escape room type games with and mm-hmm. the more like puzzly thinky games because they're really into that and i've got friends who like who like to play games you can play when you're drunk like there's no strategy to it like <laughs> yeah uh, quacks or quedlingbergs when we play a lot like we push your luck yeah you pull to- tokens out of a bag and you try to like make a potion it doesn't sound interesting, I, but it's quite fun. I've never heard of that, that but I love no, the name. I've never come across it. Yeah. What was it again? Quacks of Quedlingburg. Quacks of Quedlingburg. Yeah. I'm gonna look that up. It's a fun game. <laughs> um, so it depends on my mood sometimes or on mm. what I like. I'm but I'm really I kind of like games where you can make a tableau of things and not really worry about what's happening in the rest of the world, going, Oh, my what I'm making looks really pretty. And if I win or lose, I'm fine with that. Because I've made what I want to do. I'm something like, so a game I play a lot with my friends used to be called game called Caverna, and a game called Keyflower, where you make your own villages and your own things up. Yeah. And like, and you interact with each other a little bit, and you can hurt each other a little bit. But ultimately, you're making a beautiful picture in front of you, and Aww. the rest of the play, and the rest of the game. If I win, it's an act by accident normally. <laughs> I'm just trying to like make a nice looking village. Oh, like, that sounds game really nice. See, I feel like the board games that we play together as a family, it's like just, yeah, quite competitive and yeah. we end up shouting at each other a lot. Yeah. Uh, uh, there's the thing, definitely, oh, there's big rivalries. We're playing, um, oh God, what's it called? Lords of Waterdeep at oh, the minute. I love that game. My brother and his girlfriend have literally gone through the pack, read through every quest, every like uh, intrigue <laughs> card, found out how to play, when they should play what and what strategies they should adopt depending on what they've picked up. And it's just like, oh, too much, too much. I feel like we need to get some games like this where it's more about the creative niceness of it rather than trying to yeah. kill each other. Oh, well, yeah, I, I do enjoy Lords of Waterdeep though as well. But um, I'm one of those players, <laughs> and you may have played. Have you like Have you read every single quest? I mean, I are like, you not, one of those people? Not in advance of playing the game. By now, I probably have because I've played the game so much. Um, okay. But I'm one of those players. I just I'll tell you a story in a set about. I'm a really weird player of games. I get I confuse myself all the time. So Lords of Waterdeep, I'll do like that. Why is John doing that? Does he need that going? I just do that because I like the look of where it's gone. Like I have no real sort of strategy Aww. behind it going. Like why is he want to be first player? I just want to be first player like most of the time. Don't need to be. I just like to be. Um, but there's this uh, classic board game now called uh, Well Battlestar Galactica, the board game. Have you ever played mm-hmm. that one? 
I haven't. No. Oh no, I have played. No, I played it, but I was very, very drunk. That's yeah, so that's you didn't play. Caveat. it. Really. <laughs> but there's a, in the game one or two players <laughs> are silent. Sorry, I'm just gonna pause everyone for a second because right. the dog is. <laughs> Can you see my table shaking? My table is shaking. I can't see it. No, oh, no we can't... can't see your table. Oh, we sorry, can see you were... the Yeah, but you'll see shaking. the camera, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> he's got a bed under my desk and he's decided to just... I mean, if that's up. where the bed is, that makes sense. Yeah, but he's like digging <laughs> and knocking the table. Matey? <laughs> Matey, I can't... He just wants to be the centre of attention during all of these. And, oh. and he is. So that seems oh, yeah. <laughs> Great success. In bed. <laughs> they... Sorry, it's very, it's very distracting. <laughs> <laughs> He's like digging right next to my feet. Go. Did you go back? <laughs> no, he's stolen my slipper. Oh, well, that's it. I've got to be over here. I'm taking your footwear. <laughs> and we're back. Sorry, John. What were you saying before my dog? So the other type of game that uh, I play a lot is the social deduction or hidden hidden um, hidden role game. And Battlestar Galactica is one of those games where some some players will be a Cylon. Um, and I wasn't a Cylon in this particular game. And I looked at someone's card, and it said they were a Cylon. But I don't remember it saying that, so I said they weren't a Cylon, and that messed the game up for everybody else, because even the Cylon <laughs> thought, am I not a Cylon? And the other Cylon thought, I thought she was a Cylon. And like everyone, everyone got really confused, so much so, one of the players left the room with the box to check the rules to make sure I hadn't got the rules wrong. And like it turns out <laughs> in the end, I just basically made one massive gaffe and said the wrong thing and didn't realise it. Like... <laughs> <laughs> and I've discovered the best way for me to play any trade or hidden role game is for every game I play, it's just to act suspicious, regardless of whether I am the traitor or not. It's just that it's how it's I a good tactic. Yeah. Do you, have you ever played a game called Coup? Yes, I have played. Yeah, Coup. we we love that. We yeah. like that, yeah. We've we've been recently playing uh, obviously without you, Jen, but Secret Hitler. Yeah, oh, I, that's bought that. really quick I bought that. I bought that for game, Villain. But... Yeah, that's really good. Our mum is hilarious. She she literally is like you. She can't not act suspicious. Yeah. <laughs> so it doesn't. Everyone's like, at, like the first few times she was constantly a Nazi, but like by the end of it, <laughs> I think she just had too many Sorry. wines, <laughs> so she just couldn't stop giggling at everything. <laughs> it was the the most fun way of playing because it makes everyone else feel really like. Is he? Is he? Like, he's just like, thought I was. Is he? Like, it's like... I like those songs. It makes me, makes me smile. Oh, that is so funny. So, um, you, you've, you've got a pretty broad, uh, eclectic um, range of games that you enjoy. Is there any type of gameplay that you don't enjoy? Oh. That's, that's interesting. Um... There's a game I used to enjoy, I don't enjoy any longer. And I think it's because it becomes very, what I like to, what people call take that, like, oh, everyone piles on against someone. There's a game called Munchkin. Oh yeah, I like I, Munchkin. I really enjoyed Munchkin when I was younger and now I don't enjoy it so much because it's always the same game for me. Like everyone gets right to the end and then everyone saves all the cards up and then piles onto the person. Mm. And it always ends up being like the person who's just got, who's just basically snuck in under the radar. It doesn't involve a lot of strategy longer. <laughs> Uh, by that point when I was younger it was really funny and when you started drinking but when you're like plays many games as I do you yourself I could play other games rather than this game where I've got to like try to get to level 10 and hope no one's got any cars that could beat me right at the end it's like mm. I feel what, what is it exactly that you have to do Erin you've got Munchkin I bought it for you have I? yeah <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe I was drunk but, when I played it just, I just... might have forgotten <laughs> He's definitely in the house. I bought it from. I'm yeah, but sure that doesn't mean we've played it. Yeah, we have. We've literally. I think we even reviewed it. Erin <laughs> uh, needs to go back to listen to that podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Unless I bought it for Bill N and Bill N reviewed. I'm sure I bought it for you though. Anyway. We digress. It's yeah, it's a card <laughs> game where you're playing like a fancy medieval game. You're a cleric or wizard, thief, whatever, and you're trying to get to level ten by defeating monsters by opening mm -hmm. doors. It's a card game, and um, 
But the problem is every time you even get to level nine, everyone else tries to screw you over. So you can't get to level 10. It's always, the, it's just basically the same thing. So I'm not a big fan Do of I... games where it's just hurting each other without any sort of gain. Yeah. Did, sorry, Jem, was it an Adventure Time version of this though? I bought you the Adventure Time version of um, another game, another card uh, game. Okay. No, I think it's sorry. just normal Munchkin. I don't think <laughs> I, it was for me. No, I, I think you're getting me confused with my no, other brother. No, I'm pretty sure brother, I my bought brother. it in the same gift as the Adventure Time Love Letters, was what I got you was mm. Adventure Time, which is the little card game in a in a lovely yeah. little pouch. Love Letters yeah. is a great game. Yeah, it's a really good game, and I got you the Adventure Time version of Love Letters, and on the same year, I'm pretty sure I paired it with Munchkin. Mm. It's like a wine. <laughs> I've got too much to do. I do a forget. <laughs> oh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, but we have played it. But yeah, it's... Um... <laughs> I love that we just had an argument about whether I bought you something. <laughs> um, later on, when this podcast goes out, there'll be a, a addendum from Gemma going, yes, we have it or haven't. Just so the audience definitely know one way or the other, I feel. But I'll need to know the answers to this question. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll put it in the show notes. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe we should leave it on a cliffhanger to be revealed in the next podcast. Oh. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> but I'm really sorry. I feel like we interrupted your answer because you were saying Munchkin is a game that you don't enjoy as much anymore. No, no. I think those, I think those sort of types of games where you're basically just trying to sort of hurt the other players without any sort of mm-hmm. anything else going on. Um, it's that sort of thing to it. I think, I think it's fine if it's a short game. I'm happy with that. But if it's quite a game, it's going to take, can take a long time. And you feel cheated at the end because you've got to the end mm. and nothing is... Have you ever played... I'm hoping you have, Mario Party, right? Yeah. yeah, oh, yeah. And, that, and that thing where someone steals your stars. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It basically feels like that. You got did all the work. You played all the games for you and someone... Why have you taken my stars? I don't want to play this any longer. It's that sort of like feeling of that moment. Why is that function even in the game? It's that sort of moment. Yeah, like right. It's a bit like if you play Bears v Babies with our dad. I hate that game. I've never <laughs> won it. <laughs> that is so... the type of game that I do hate. Yeah, like I know it's a I like building game. the monsters. I mean, building monsters is great. And then, like, someone, like, gets one blue baby and your monster's gone, even though it's, like, worth 12 points yeah. or whatever. Have you played that, It's so job? frustrating. No, I haven't, but I, I, I can really empathise with what you've just literally just said. Like, I can always yeah. time build this wonderful <laughs> thing. Oh, it's been destroyed. Right. So it's um, it's from the, the minds behind the oatmeal. Uh, yes, yeah, I know. Yeah, because I've played... What's the one I played? Exploding, Exploding kittens. kittens. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. It, it's more of a you're trying to create something mm-hmm. than exploding kittens. So yeah, you do get this sense of oh, I've, I'm getting my monster army going, and then along comes some nasty cards that just steal everything. Yeah, and it's like, that sort of. Yeah, it's really. And our dad just is really good at it, and is quite I an aggressive know. player. Yeah, he seems to just fly in with so all good his. At it. <laughs> <laughs> Does he wear long sleeves? He's got like a car contraption on his arm, like this is yeah. the car to his <laughs> I'll do anything to win this game, even cheat and like make my own cards. Yeah. <laughs> Was there any other um kinds of games that you enjoy less? Uh I'll I'll try anything really. I mean, I've been there are some games I've played. And they tend to be the cheaper end of like the smaller card games I've tried playing, like like you know, sort of like, like so games you buy in a you put in like stocking filler sort of type game. Yeah, right. And they've been so badly play tested again. This doesn't make any sense. There was a game that I played with my friends um, called Man Bites Dog or something like a newspaper headline game. Right. And no one enjoyed it. Like <laughs> we, we we played it for like half an hour, and then like one person said. Uh, his headline was "This game is shit." Like <laughs> that was his headline. Well, oh, okay, so we just. <laughs> We all like we tried it and we just didn't like it. Um, and it was another mm. game. My, f- I quite enjoyed ever- Space Alert. My friends didn't enjoy Space Alert, which is a real time sort of like try to command your players around a board sort of game. Oh, yeah. I don't know that one. No. Is that a race against the, the clock kind of game? Kinda, yeah. I can't remember. I can't remember. I've not played it for a long time. Can't remember exactly. I remember that was like my friends did enjoy it because I think 
it just it dissolves into like one person telling everyone else what to do, which is not as fun. Yeah. Some games. So it's not like because Space Team, I love. Erim hates it because it's about coordination. (laughs) And that's just. Have you played Space Team? Which one's that one? So Space Team started as a, a mobile game. Huh? Where you fix a broken spaceship, but it's it's all against the clock, and you sync, you link all your mobiles together, and oh. you've each got different jobs to do. But occasionally there'll be a group job. So, for example, there'll be an asteroid, and you'll have to like all turn your phones at the same time. Or oh, it's really okay. it's a really really innovative, fun mm-hmm. uh, concept, mm. and it only lasts about four minutes or something. It's it's yeah, it's kind of a very compact game. And then they made a card version, which I think was crowdfunded, um, which I got. And it, so it's like five minutes of just frantic card swapping <laughs> madness, trying to fix your broken mm-hmm. spaceship. You're just constantly turning cards over and passing them along. And so you do get a lot of shouting like, I need a space spork. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds amazing. Just about yeah. that one phrase. <laughs> <laughs> they've got weirder names than that and there's a not safe for work edition where all the names of the contraptions are they're not really that rude but they're all very hard suggestive perhaps yeah 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 yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah but, do you know um, what it's mad um i've i've have you ever played accentuate the game oh I've heard it's of one it. one where you have to do the accents accent, and yeah. read out a line from a film in that accent and people have to ga- g- yeah. guess the film and the accent that you've Yeah, that um, game is problematic done. in my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> that game. Yeah, it's it a little bit risky, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, get a, I don't know if it's a fever dream or, or whatever. I've just made it up or whatever. Wasn't it like, was that on Dragon's Den or something? That someone, wasn't it like an act? I'm sure there was an Maybe. accent board game on Dragon's Den that like... And they they said they think like this seems a bit like not to say a word. People could take it too far one way or the other. Yeah, like, yeah, um, definitely. Um, but like that's oh god no, I don't like it. I don't I don't think I've met anyone that's ever really liked it. But it seems to be something that pops up a lot in people's mm. homes. A lot of people seem to have this game, but oh, I've yeah. never really met anyone who actually enjoys it. Number yeah. one, because unless you're really good at voice acting, how do you do like the different county accents from England yeah. and then like really random ones, I don't know, from Eastern Europe? Like, how are you going to get a difference between Latvian and Lithuanian without knowing that very well? I don't know. That kind of game, no. Not yeah, so no, I, yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah, Moment. totally. I, I'm I'm 100% with you on that, Aaron. It's just like, yeah. I, I know it's been played in our parents' house, but I feel like yes. it got started and then everyone was like, oh, no, this is rubbish. Well, it wasn't <laughs> like, good. Yeah, it was really it was disappointing just, really quickly. Yeah. yeah. Just to pick mm. up on something that John said earlier about these kind of stocking filler games, I feel like mm. there has been a sort of more mainstreaming of playing board games mm-hmm. in the last sort of 10, 15 years. And I think what's come with that is this sort of like made for present games which probably are cheaply made Mm -hmm. aren't as well researched are kind of intended as this sort of catch-all for the average gamer whatever that looks like (laughs) and Mm. i do feel like there are certain games that you see pop up and it's like printed by paper chase or do do you know what i mean like a kind of stationary shop original and you're like Okay, can this even be good? Yeah, I say the same thing. Like, what was it? Uh, Waterstones, weird place to find board games. And not anymore, but when I first started having what? why are they selling board games? This is a bookshop. Yeah. I was like, it's, it was a weird thing. Like, I got slightly confused. It'd be like a butcher selling DVDs. I wouldn't understand it. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, and like, some of them are like, really bad like she's like like here's a bunch of cards you do something with or like uh never have i ever in a card game and that sort of thing yeah. like mm, would you need that as a card game and like yeah and like oh. mns i think are really bad for this as well they make yeah. these gorgeous looking little tins and like buy a game for father's day and it's like movie trivia for dads and yeah. it's just it's got about 14 cards in it and they're all just 
the easiest questions. Yeah. <laughs> like someone Googled the first 14 quotes of a film and put them into a tin. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Be yeah, like, basically. what was the main what was the main activity done in Fight Club? Yeah. <laughs> or something. <laughs> Nihilism. Is that the answer? <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> something in that that these kinds of games that none of us like are these as this kind of um slightly uh, lazy yeah i think it's just out. it seems like those kind of companies just trying to capitalize on the market of um games becoming popular mm -hmm. and the convenience of oh i've just bought a christmas card oh i'll get that as well like you oh. said it's perfect perfect non-perfect stocking filler yeah it's uh, like mm. um, snakes on the train right it's like, oh, yeah. that's I'll get that film. Oh, it's not the film you even get is, Dad. Like it's that like it, it, it preys upon those people who don't re fully read the DVD cover. Like, yeah. <laughs> read the descriptions, people. Read the descriptions. <laughs> um, do you, John, have any games that are guilty pleasures? Oh. Um I don't think I don't I because I'm proud of all the games that I, I play. Um I don't, good, I've, I don't think I've I don't think I've got any guilty guilty pleasures. There's some games that I am better at than other people uh, that people won't play with me because I am good at them. Uh, like yeah. <laughs> uh, there was like a film trivia game someone got me once for Christmas, and I I I I'm a massive I was at the time a massive film sort of geek, and it was it got to the stage where it used to be everyone else was on one team versus me <laughs> and then it got to the stage and no one wanted to play anymore because i would kept winning just because i just <laughs> knew the answers and it was like it wasn't even like um like a trivia question like you know name five films of aliens in it and against the clock of that sort of thing i could just name them and then and mm. like and then it got to the stage of, john can't name sequels any longer because it was just aliens one to five clearly <laughs> like, it was like in that sense like how hard could it be yeah. um uh, so yeah so i i wouldn't call it guilty pleasure but the games that i think if I convince someone to play with me, I'm doing under false pretenses because I know I'm going to be really good and win until the point I meet my opposite Highlander who will decapitate me metaphorically yeah. and I will graciously mm -hmm. bow out at that point. But yeah, there are some games people won't play with me because I will almost certainly always win. It's no fun for them, which I do understand. Because um, winning's good. And when you're not winning... I mean, well, you say that. I've, as an improviser, I've learned losing helps. So... <laughs> Um, so I, I'm happy to lose because it, 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 it's, it's a lesson I teach my students when it comes to improv, lose an argument, otherwise you'll end up always arguing in a scene. It's that sort of level of sort of thing. So sure. I've learned in, in board games, it helps me a lot. But winning does have that endorphin rush. Oh, that, yeah. That does happen. Um, and bragging um, rights. Yeah. Right? <laughs> oh, I love the bragging rights. This is what mm. I really miss about board games. I, although I do really enjoy cooperative board games mm -hmm. as well. Like I, I love Pandemic. Yeah. Not this I've pandemic. I've only ever played it. In, I think but... one or tw once or twice with yeah, you. Yeah, but I, I love that because more, yeah. yeah, and I like space teams for the same reason. Like, mm -hmm. We're working together, but um, but yeah, oh, I love winning. But yeah. I, what's what's your guilty pleasure then, Jen? Oh yeah. I think because I I. A bit like John, there are mm. games that I know I'm really good at. So yeah. things like Border Dash, the original, not with all the stupid categories, like yeah. making up meanings and stuff. But also probably my one of my favourite games is that game Ex Libris, which is also just based off of a parlour game mm -hmm. where you just take out a book and read the first line and... Oh no, sorry, read the title mm. and then you have to do the first line or the last line. Yeah. I'm just really good at it. I'm very yeah. convincing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And so I just want to play those games, but I hardly ever get to because I'm not often around other people that either find those things enjoyable or can deal with my ego. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's what you're trained in. So, you know, as much as I'd like it, I'd just end up losing yeah. horrendously. What's the game? With, is it the game with the uh, pictures that you Dixit. have to kind of like this? Yeah, oh, yeah I'm well. really good at that as I well. I love that game, but... <laughs> My girlfriend is also a writer and um, obviously Jem, you know, does uh, playwriting. So I was just like, I was constantly getting trounced when you guys were just like running away with it. But that's a really fun game as well. Yeah, yeah. it's beautiful I like those well, kind of, isn't it? Yeah, the pictures are just like, oh. That's a great game. 
Do you know what my ones are? And it's oh, a similar yeah, kind of thing. I've um. Do you do you know Linky? Yes. Linky, yeah. yeah. I've I've got to the point where um for some of the questions from the first one I can guess the link because I've played it that many times. Wow. <laughs> I've played that um, much, but I do enjoy it. <laughs> it's great. It's great fun, but it's got to that point. The other one is King of Tokyo. Oh yeah. I've only ever lost twice at it and wow. i have no idea why because most of it is just luck yeah but i is. seem to it's... just get loads of freeze all the time it's basically a yahtzee game isn't it you roll it and you re-roll and you're done effect yeah and i'm really good at yahtzee apparently <laughs> 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 what's like the weirdest game you've ever played as you guys were talking about this i'll tell you mine that i still don't understand but oh. i remember it being in shops when i was a child mm-hmm. past the pigs Oh yeah, you throw the pigs. Yeah, past the pigs. Yeah, it's a weird. People play that. It's a weird game. It's so weird. You got to make. No, I've never. You imagine the pigs are like dice, but they're actually little pigs, and you throw them. I've actually got one. Have you got one? Yeah, wait. (laughs) (laughs) I've got a single pig from a set of past the pigs that I stole from primary school. (laughs) No, I've still got in my pencil case. There's some portage going, I can't play this game any longer. I've got one, it's just past the pig, it's no fun. Hang it needs on. to be plural. <laughs> yeah, here it is. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Oh, wow. I'll, I'll take a photo of this moment. And you, so you had a few pigs and you used them as, as dice, basically. <laughs> and however they landed gave you moves or points. It was I points, yeah. If they, if they were both in the back, you got certain points. Yeah. If, if, if one was mounting the other, you got points. That, was a whole do you remember, thing. John, do you remember what that was called? If it landed with one on the back of the other? No, what was it called? I don't remember. <laughs> Making bacon. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was, of course. <laughs> You told university and didn't understand it while we were playing it. So you're right. I, I forgot. I completely missed out on this. I, I've, I've never come across that one. Also, why was there a set in my primary school games box? <laughs> Clearly. Yeah. I don't know actually why would that be. Yeah. <laughs> quite professional. I'm pretty sure you could buy deluxe edition as well. I looked up, you could buy like really fancy editions of it. I don't know now how fancy it would be, but. <laughs> Did you get a sandwich with it? Like, was it <laughs> making a bacon sandwich? <laughs> but yeah, they had really weird names. I can't remember them all, but they're like, like some like, if they were the backs of like dead pigs or something, like, or the side of the sleeping pig, or it was, they were like different names. Yeah, I think some of them were like pig names, like Saddleback and stuff yeah. like that. Mm. Um, <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Uh, I can't think of any games that are very weird out there. Um, there's a game that I do enjoy, which is a little strange. It's called Two Rooms and a Boom. Have you ever played that? No, but that sounds no. filthy. Yeah, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a party game. And uh, like, so like there, you, you have to have like a, a house with like maybe like 13 people or like something in it. And like you've got two rooms of people and like one person's a bomb and you've got to pass the bomb between the two rooms. And so the whoever's left the room explodes or whatever. And so you've got to figure out who the bomb is. And there's, everyone gets some cards. It's an interesting sort of social deduction game where you're sort of forced to talk to other people. Mm. But it's one of those sort of games, if you, if you play with a bunch of introverts, doesn't go anywhere. Right. And I did that once, and people would, like, under the rules, and I just don't want to talk to anybody. And so the game just didn't, it just didn't happen. It was like one of those sort of weird moments going, oh, well, this, this, is, this has been a bit of a bust, as games go. Yeah, <laughs> there's a few games like that, isn't there? I remember one that, that me and Bill and our other brother picked up from a convention, and mm-hmm. I think that had been crowdfunded called Bucket of Doom. Have you ever played that? Oh, I've heard of it. I've never played it. I heard. I haven't heard good things. So. Well, I would say great game if you if you play with like I reckon if you play with a bunch of improvisers, it'd be amazing. Oh, okay. It's not a game that isn't any way enjoyable with people who just aren't 
extroverts or aren't confident at sort of spinning a yarn like you really need someone to mm-hmm. weave a bit of magic into the way that they deliver stuff it's not a kind of um uh, cards against humanity where anyone in any monotone draw can read something it can be hilarious yeah <laughs> so yeah so to your bucket of doom i think the first couple of times we played that with our family or our extended family, it was just awful. <laughs> and then I played it with some friends, and it was brilliant. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, it's one of those dependent games to get that. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> what about, have any of you played what are now modern-day children's games, like the pi- the pie face? I think oh! It's pie face. Yeah, it's called pie. It's called pie. <laughs> I've, never, I've never played it, but I think I, think I would enjoy it. I get the feeling that I like that sense of danger. Yeah. <laughs> like, any second now, it's going to happen. Because I, have you seen these TV shows where they like they trivia questions like like Ellen or whatever it is, and they've got a balloon that's blowing up, and the balloon passes between players, and it hits, it, and then whoever does, fails to answer the question quick enough, it explodes in your face. I like that sort of like tension danger. sort of game, mm. but I don't like make I don't like cleaning up mess. So that's the problem. Those sort of games. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, What's the one where you um, stick like the big plastic thing in your mouth and everyone drools down it? Oh, that's disgusting. Oh, uh, oh speak out or something, isn't it? Like- yeah, something oh. like that. I w- refuse to play that game because it's just... Oh, unless like there's someone that's bleached that after yeah, use. Yeah, that is freshly yeah, sanitised. Probably wasn't good to release before the pandemic, was it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, that might have caused the pandemic. We don't know. I mean, it yeah. was weirdly. It was, I think, the big Christmas game of 2019. Oh. So who knows? <laughs> <laughs> well, you've lost that sponsorship now. If that happens, like, yeah, sorry. speak up. <laughs> oh no, it's rank as well. Yeah, I look just... inside people's mouths. I honestly don't see the charm of it. Like it for me, that is a weird game. I mean, I haven't played it, but. No. I just don't understand any appeal of that. Oh, imagine trying to play that and accentuate at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Like someone's hell right there, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that, that weirdly brings us to like the last question which I was going to ask you, which is if you could design a game. <laughs> <laughs> What would it be? <laughs> or either you could design one or you could have one designed for yourself. Oh. Well, do you, do you have answers to this? Do you, do you, do you, would you design a game? Would you have like, or have, would you, what game would you want to play, I guess? I, I, mine would probably be, this is so lame, but I'm a bit of a nerd with dog breeds. <laughs> if i could basically have like a game designed where it challenged me on my knowledge of dog breeds but wasn't like inhumane like crafts um i'd probably enjoy that in some way and then had to write a story about it yeah maybe something like that (laughs) so i feel like my, my my thing would be um I mean, just because I, I do well at it, but you don't really get games like this. Some sort of creative music game. Oh. Never been done, has it? Or at least not that I know of. No, but I yeah, can't something like that. Alternatively, a mix between Lords of Waterdeep with Harry Potter trivia. Ah. Oh. Okay. Yeah, that's quite a popular thing now to reskin games with different the, the, with different mm-hmm. things. There's like was there's a game called Thanos Rising, and the version of it's called. Like there's another version of it, like the Dark Side Rising, which is a Star Wars version of it, mm-hmm. and then there's Death yeah. Eaters Rising, which is a Harry Potter version of it. <gasps> so these they're all like sort of like yeah, there's a lot of mileage in just reskinning games. I find like yeah, yeah. I mean, how many versions of Monopoly are there? Oh, oh god, I had a Pokemon version. <laughs> that's that sort of thing. It's all basically the same game, isn't it? Sometimes like slight tweaks here and there. Yeah, like but I mean, Love Letter's got lots of. I've got, I I I own two versions of Love Letter. And it's the same game. Like one version is Batman, the other version is like regular love letter. Just... Oh, Batman love letter. Yeah. Which, which art is it? Is it uh, like the Paul Dini style? I think it's Jim Lee's or style, I think. Oh, okay. 
and that sort of era, I think. I can't remember. So down, it's downstairs, I can't remember exactly. But if I had um, a game designed, oh, because I'm terrible at like, I I like games where you make your own sort of pretty sort of, I'd say, say the, the little tableau, mm. a picture or something mm. that's going up or collecting things. Like you, if you've got, you've got like a collection and it's got to like beat other people in some way. So I don't, I don't know. I think try to build your own, I don't know, some, like some sort of eclectic friendship group game, I guess. Like, oh. That sort of so thing. So like the, the game of life meets Dixit meets Pictionary? Yeah, something like that, I guess. <laughs> it's like, you know, you, got, you want to collect a bunch of people and these people will give you points and like other people can, like a house party game thing, I guess. I don't know how I'd even design it in any sort of thing. But I like that sort of idea where you're making a little picture of people. Like you've got like, I don't know, a floor plan of your bedroom mm-hmm. and you've got friends coming over. But like it sounds dirtier in my head now than it was a second ago. Like, oh, didn't <laughs> sound Okay. When I, mentioned, when I said the word bedroom, I meant like house party. Not, oh, like, right. Yeah. yeah. We're not yeah. getting those pigs out again. But yeah, no, ask, I mean, ask that question of course. I don't know. I think if you put Jackie Chan's name on it, I might buy it though. I'm a big fan of Jackie oh, Chan. Oh, okay. Like that's a that's a thing. I've bought a lot of his merchandise over the years. That it's not good, but I still own some of it. So <laughs> Jackie Chan is one of the coolest people ever. A few years ago, I heard him sing opera just at a Q and A at the BFI. It was amazing. <laughs> just yeah, impromptu. Was he good? Yeah, he just got up and just started singing. He's, yeah. a, he's a trained opera singer. Yeah, is he's there a Jackie Chan board game. Not that I'm aware of. There was a there was a Jackie Chan Adventures TV show. I don't remember that uh, cartoon. And there was a collector, <laughs> and there was a you could buy collectible part work magazine, and it came with like one of his wow. back of the page magazines with a roller move game. Like that was not good. <laughs> Do you know what we should make for you to say thank you for coming on the podcast is we should cut out the faces of all the different Jackie Chan characters in different movies and do a guess who Jackie Chan <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing that's brilliant <laughs> hey I'm an unemployed actor right now I'm going to do it <laughs> it'll be made out of paper but I'm going to do it <laughs> <laughs> so if you'd like to crowdfund my Jackie Chan Guess Who project <laughs> see the show notes <laughs> I, th- I think that would do really really well you oh, have to do it please make it, it a thing okay let's just do it <laughs> oh it's Thank you so much for joining us on the pod, John. We've had so much fun. Uh, oh, thank you. Thank I knew you broke brilliant. the dog thank you. at one point, so he's all right. He's safe, everyone. He's safe. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, thank you so much for joining us and for sharing our weird love of board games. Um, oh, I'm, I'm pleased that I could find a, another pair of... Um, I don't know what the Latin board game is, but board game with files. Like, yeah, why not? <laughs> yeah, because Files feels a bit too far, but Enthusiast doesn't feel far enough. So we need to find something in between. <laughs> um, but thank you so much. So you have many projects going on. Where can people find you or watch your projects? Oh, uh, so uh, you can see me on um, Twitch for both Richard Hive Comedy for Are You Smarter Than Earth Herder and on Twitch for the Community Asians, which is the all Asian improv group from Britain. We do show, try to do shows monthly. I have my own Facebook page, John New Improviser, where I do uh, 10 minute shows with people who want to do them, like one one on one shows with people because oh, wow. people like that. Uh, and I teach at the moment for the nursery. It's the main sort of um, improv school that I I work with. And um, otherwise, just if if you can find me, and you can afford the hug that I want from it, you can just say hello. Um, that's because I like it. I like me- making new friends and meeting people. Yes. Um, and I understand what it's like to be an extrovert, introvert person. Like yeah. I want to be with people, but at the same time, I don't know how to approach them. <laughs> <laughs> but once you've got a game on the table in between you, 
yeah. it all works harmoniously. Yeah. <laughs> Come round, we'll play Pie Face and Jackie Chan. Guess who? <laughs> <That's what happens. laughs> this is gonna happen. I'm doing oh, it. Please do. It, no, make, please make crap, that happen. And it'll be made out of paper, and I'll colour it in myself. But. <laughs> <it's happening>. <laughs> <laughs> Can, we, can you do that? And then once lockdown's over, we review it. Okay. If, if okay. someone can find me a secondhand um, guess who set so that I can have the, the base and I'll make all the pictures. I will I mean, buy yeah. you one. Sure. I just need to see this. <laughs> this is amazing. I'm doing it. It's happening. Um, well, yeah. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, if you like what you hear, even if you don't, give us a like, give us a share. Give us a re review on iTunes, five stars only, please. Otherwise, Erin will hunt you down because he's not the nice one, even though he pretends to be. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we're, we're an independent podcast and we do this for the love of games. So if you like us, love games, uh, please support us. It really helps and it keeps spurring us on through this horrid pandemic um, to make content for your ears. So thank you again for listening to us. Bye-bye from me, Jen. Bye from me, Aram. And bye from me, John. <laughs> <laughs> Professionally done. See you next time. Bye. 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 I'm waving. They can't see. Like, <laughs> why am I waving?